Well, hello there, my friend. You're listening to the Gina Scalp Home Podcast, a podcast for hustlers and dreamers to get kick in the pants business advice with a little bit of fun mixed in. And this is your host, Gina Scalp Home. Recently, I featured a hairstylist on my weekly Ask Me Anything show, and I got so much feedback inside the private Facebook group where I hosted this episode. Let me tell you how it went, and I hope that I can help you out as well, my friend. So Kayla is the person that I featured. She's a seasoned hairstylist uh, for nine years, and she works at a private commission-based salon, aka she's an employee, but she can make her own schedule. And she has a new four-month-old baby at home. At the time of this recording, it is mid-November of 2021. I'm referencing, referencing the date. It'll make sense in just a moment. She reached out to me with a few things. This is one of the things that she said and she wanted help with. She said, I'm having a super slow month already and I'm shocked. I thought I would be getting booked up for the holidays. Any advice to get people back in my chair? I posted my schedule on all sources of social media and not much response. The second thing she messaged me about was, I did lose some people when I went on maternity leave for 10 months, 10 weeks, not months, 10 weeks. I also only work three days a week now instead of five, and I just can't come in when it's convenient for my clients like I used to. And number three, she said, my main strategy for people to see my, is to see my work and get in my chair. I take a lot of before and after pictures of my work and post on social media, but I think maybe I need something to catch their attention other than a picture saying hair transformation. So my friend, can you relate to any of those things? Do you have a super slow month when you think you should be booked up? Did you take some time off of work and you're like, where are all my clients? Are you trying to post on social and you're like, wait a minute, I don't think this is really working. My friend, if that is anything that's happened to you, this episode is going to be a little gem. Okay, so I can promise you, friend, if you feel this way, you are not alone. Kayla has felt this way or is feeling this way, I have felt this way, and many other people that I know that I coach inside my paid programs and inside my free Facebook group have felt the same way. So I just want to address that and say, you're not alone and I can help. So keep listening, my friend. And you might wanna get a pen and paper out because you're gonna wanna take some notes. This is a really good, juicy episode. Okay, I like that Kayla had the insight that thought maybe hair transformation with just a before and after picture isn't the best best approach for her advertising efforts. If you have done that as well, my friend, and it isn't quite working, this is good. If you're thinking those same thoughts, this is good because you're going to do something about it now, right? (laughs) Okay, so number one, my friend, if you have taken off uh, work, just like Kayla did to have a baby, or if you've taken some time work off of work for what any other reason, my question would be, and your clients aren't coming back, my question would be for you, like it was for Kayla, one, did you communicate with your clients when you left for maternity leave or for the break uh, that you're going to take, how much time you were going to be taking off? Did you let them know what your schedule will be like when you came back? I like to set expectations with my clients and my students, just so we're all on the same page. I'm talking cancellation policies, if my schedule has changed, if I stop doing a certain service, if I stop working a certain day, whatever it is for clients, for students, I like to set expectations about what they can expect inside my programs, what group coaching is like, what I expect out of them to have a um, really good end result if you're going through my program. So this is the good thing. 
When you take your next chunk of time off, let's say it's for an extended vacation or a personal leave, or let's just say you have a baby or another baby, you can use this strategy. I would be very surprised if you lost clients, uh, if you took this approach, if you are very communicative with them as to when you were taking time off when you were, and when you were coming back. If it were me, I'd wait. I'd wait for my own hairstylist who does my color and cut every seven weeks. I'd wait for my doctor. I'd wait for my dentist. I'd wait for my therapist. And most certainly, wait for any of my beauty specialists, my facialist, my nail tech, my hairstylist. Maybe not nail tech because I get my nails done every three weeks. So I don't think I could wait 10 weeks. So my question is, was for Kayla, and I'm going to ask you the same thing, my friend. If you did take time off and you quote unquote lost some clients, what's the specific number you lost? Do they know you're back to work, your clients? Do they know your new schedule? What have you communicated with them? Like, let them know. What I want you to do is what I ref- referenced to Kayla. Go back and look at, let's say you took, you know, three months off like she did or almost three months off. Go back and look at one to three months before you took off work. Make a list, look at your list of all your clients. Make a list of people who have not been back yet. Send them a, a message like, hey, Jennifer, I hope you're having a great month or a great week. My, my new schedule is blah, blah, blah. I'm back to work on these days. I have an opening next Friday at noon. Would you like to snag it up? So reach out to them. Be proactive. Don't just sit back and wait for people to reach out to you. They may not even know you're back. And if you send them a thoughtful message, they'll be so appreciative that you thought of them. They'll know that you're thinking about them and you're reaching out specifically to them. So this is why I say, if you're a multitasking, come back, my friend. This is why strategic marketing is so important for hairstylists. I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back. This is why strategic marketing is so important for hairstylists. You can inform your clients of updates with your schedule when, when they can expect you back, what your days are going to be, what your hours are going to be. You can keep top of mind when they aren't in your chair, like when you're on maternity leave or when you're on a vacation. If you were friends with all of your clients on social and sent out, let's say, weekly or monthly permission-based emails as part of your marketing routine, so you would stay top of mind when your clients aren't in your chair, I can guarantee you, you wouldn't quote unquote lose any clients. I'm gonna say this one more time. If you were friends with all of your clients on social, if you sent out weekly or monthly, a regular permission-based emails as part of your marketing routine, so you stay top of mind when your clients aren't in your chair, I can guarantee you, you wouldn't lose any clients. You might lose a few, but I can guarantee you're going to lose a lot less if you had your strategic marketing plan in place. Now, let's talk about strategic marketing regarding social because specifically, Kayla was asking me about her her, uh, social media game on social. Basically, she was asking, how do I get these clients that are following me to butts in my chair? Okay, if you are not, I'm going to pause for just a second. If you are not on my weekly emails, I want you to go right now, pause this podcast and go sign up for them. Go to glamharris.com slash five, the number five secrets to sign up. You also get a free guide on five secrets to attract high paying clients. I want you to get on my weekly email so you can see how I strategically market my business and get ideas and get inspired. Heck, just hop on for a few weeks or a few months, see how I do it. And you can unsubscribe if you want. Again, go to glamhurst.com slash five secrets. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Okay, moving on. 
I teach this inside Glam Hairs Academy, my signature course, and I'm gonna share a bite-sized piece with you. I share this with Kayla, I'm gonna share it with you, my friend, because you're tuning into my podcast. This is how you're going to get those followers from social to clients in your chair. You're gonna need to commit with me. So get a pen and paper out, and I'm gonna ask you to hold yourself accountable at the end after I give you some ideas and suggestions. Like Kayla said, I don't know if really putting a picture of a hair transformation and saying hair transformation is really working. So what the heck do I do? I'm going to share the tips with you that I shared with her. Okay, number one, you're going to leave a five-minute buffer in between appointments so you can do two very important things while your client is still in your chair. One, you're going to ask the client to follow you on social, and you're going to take before and after pics. Literally, simply just go, hey, Jennifer, are you on Instagram? Are you on Facebook? Oh, no, you're on TikTok? Great. Let me follow you there. Okay? That's what you're going to do. You're going to make sure every client that leaves your chair is following you on social. So that's number one. Number two, take pictures. I don't care if it's a boring little like pixie cutter bob. You might think it looks boring, but take some pictures so you always have content to post on social. Okay? This way, you're, this way, when you're marketing yourself and your awesome business online, there's a higher chance she will see your work. You're going to ask your client if you could, when you follow, and you're going to mark, when you market yourself, you're going to hope that she sees your work, and then you're going to tag, number two, you're going to tag your client in the post, if you have her permission, of course. Um, this way, her friends will see the post and be more likely to reach out, reach out to you or book with you. If you have ideal clients and you're tagging them, she probably has some friends or family members that would be ideal clients as well. Like Keila had mentioned earlier, she said, oh, I post my schedule online. That's totally fine. That's informative, but it's not really valuable information to make your clients want to take action. So like book an appointment with you, send you a DM, comment in a post. You want to get them to take action. So you want to provide information like this on your social media um, accounts. This is AKA strategic marketing. Get a pen and paper out. You're going to want to write this down or you're going to want to listen to this podcast again. Okay, I'm going to give you several ideas to spark your creativity. One, what was your thought process behind a beautiful color transformation on a specific client? So Kayla was saying she posts uh, hair transformations, and she just says, simply says, hair transformation. I want to see some thoughts behind it, like why you decided to go with a cool red instead of a warm red, why you decided to do a strawberry blonde instead of an auburn. You don't have to put the formula in there. People that aren't professional hairstylists, they wouldn't know the formula anyway, and you don't want to give away all your secrets. Just give some thoughts behind why you created the look that you did on that specific client. Okay, that's number one. Number two, how do you organize your day? You're a business owner. You have plenty of clients. You have things you need to do for self-care. You need to maintain your own looks. You need continued education. You need to keep you know, growing and learning as a stylist and a business owner. How do you organize your day? How do things work for you? Share that online. Believe me, you might think it's silly or like, what will people, why will people want to see it? That's why reality shows are so good. And that's why we look at these TikTok videos and these reels that are just like a business owner doing her little, her jam behind the scenes. We find it interesting. We're naturally curious human beings. Okay, so that's number two. Number three, how about a hair tutorial or a hair tip on the most frequently asked questions when people are in your chair? What do they ask you about? 
How do I create beachy waves? Great, do a quick little video about how you create beachy waves on your own hair. How do I get the height and the crown area in my head? Show the, create a, create a quick video at the salon, at your home, wherever you want, and show how you tease the crown area of your head. Of your head. People always wanna know that. Number, uh, let's see, we're on number four. A beauty supply store run. I created a TikTok video on a beauty supply store run. I used a video that was two years old. I got so much feedback about that. Actually, not necessarily from my clients, but from other st stylists that thought that was such a good idea. That's again, a behind the scenes. I created like a 60 second video, pointed at the different things I, I bought and just explained briefly about like why I like this color line, why I use this type of bleach, why I love this root lifting spray. I was informing the, uh, the, the viewer on what I actually did bought at the beauty supply store and why. Another idea behind the scenes. What does your workspace look like? Show it, show it off. If it's your studio, it's your in-home studio, are you at a salon? Show what it looks like. Talk about your product line there. Show your messy, you know, hair all over the place mess at the end of the day and just be like, hey, I had a really busy day with clients. I'm so pumped up for you know the holidays coming up. Whatever, show behind the scenes of your actually works your workspace. Another idea. Again, I hope you're writing this down, friends. These are a lot of good ideas. How you spend your days off and relate it back to your business. My friend, it's okay to post about your dog or your kiddos, or your backyard garden. But please, please, please relate it back to your business. Say something like, I love going to the park with my son on my day off. Or, or it's so great being a small business owner, I have a flexible schedule and I can take a two-hour walk with my dog in the middle of the day when it's 75 degrees out. Okay, moving on. Here's another idea, what you could post on social, testimonials from your clients and a little story about how long you've been doing her hair or how you convinced her to try pink ombre color. Talk about it. When you get feedback from clients, even if it's just in a text message of them simply saying, oh my gosh, I love my hair. My husband thought it was so pretty, blah, blah, blah. Share that information. Of course, ask their permission and share a picture of her if you can. And then just talk about like why you decided to create that color. Again, give them a little something. Give your followers a little something to to prove and to showcase you as the expert in your field. I know you're the expert, other stylists know you're the expert, but we're trying to make, see, show the clients that we really know what we're doing. I know we do, we're all amazing stylists, but I think a lot of stylists and small business owners don't show their expertise enough online. So these are the action steps I want you to take. I hope those ideas gave you some inspiration. I hope you wrote them down. If you didn't, come back and listen to this and steal all of these ideas. Please tag me in the post. If you're stealing an idea from this podcast episode, tag me. It's like, Gina, look what I did. Okay, these are the action steps. You're going to make a list of the topics you want to talk about, the social platforms you're going to post on, and what days of the week you're going to post, aka you're going to hold yourself accountable. So I gave you several topics, seven or eight or nine topics. Take two or three from there. Come up with one on your own. Then you're going to write down what platforms you're going to show up on. Maybe they're just the ones you're already showing up on. And then you're going to say, you're going to also write down what days I'm going to show up. Like be realistic. If it's just Sunday and Monday when you're not with clients, great. Start with that. Be consistent for a month. Then stick to that schedule. If we as hairstylists want to have a consistent full schedule, we need to ABM. Always be marketing. Even and especially when we're completely booked up. Now, we're not going to beat ourselves up because we have a slow month. We're going to do better. 
You're here tuning into a business-related podcast, trying to improve your business. You're here trying to provide for your family and save for your future. That's powerful. You mean business, and I like people like you. If this podcast helped you out, would you do me a, a solid and share it with your friend? I really appreciate you tuning in, and I want to know which one resonated with you the most. Tag me if you're going to try one of these ideas that I shared uh, behind the scenes, beauty supply store run, how you spend your days off. Tag me in your social media posts. I'm dying to see how this works for you. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time.